0: Tonight we have a very special speaker. You guys have already kind of met him. Um, I met Aaron three years ago. He was a sophomore at Permian as a part of First Priority. Um, Two years ago, whatever, two or three years ago. Almost three now. Um, And uh, he is one of the student leaders at Mid-Cities and their youth group over there. He is a senior at Permian. They graciously lent him to us for the night. And uh, he's going to bring a great word. Uh, he brought it at first priority a few weeks ago, and I was just like, dude, you got to come bring that. It's, it's good. It's really good. So, you guys get up for Aaron Morales as he comes to bring the word. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. How are you all doing tonight? How are you all doing tonight? Good. Are you guys doing good? Are you all awake? Are you all happy to be in church? Someone that's really happy to be in church, tell me. Okay, so maybe two people. Now, let me try it again. Is somebody really happy to be in church? Oh, yes, yes. Hey, guys, I'm so excited to be here. Man, my computer's not going to work, so that's great. I'm so excited to be here, guys. Um, It's an honor, a complete honor to to be with you guys. Um, uh, Pastor Tony is amazing. He's always been faithful to First Priority, and um, I just appreciate him so much, and so it's an it's an honor to be here with you guys and be speaking to you guys. Um, uh, I just want to take a moment because it would be unjust of me um, to not take this moment. I do go to Mid-Cities, um, and we did have a tragedy today um, with a faithful couple um, with us. And, and I, God's so cool. Um, we were playing this game, right? We were playing the little game that we started, and um, the name I got was Gabe. And if you don't know um, the, the son's name um, that, that committed the tragedy today, is, his name's Gabe. And so um, I've just been praying for the guy because um, the truth is, is that I know Gabe. I've known Gabe for a long time, and um, the man behind that gun last night was not Gabe. Um, it was the enemy. It was the darkness that lives in us that sometimes when whenever darkness comes ever, the enemy comes in us and um, we can't see what we were doing. Just like uh, David when he uh, when he saw Bathsheba. Does anyone know that story? When he saw the girl from far and and saw her and, and committed adultery, it's because the enemy, the darkness um, loves to come kill, steal and destroy. And, and just like that, it's it wasn't Gabe. It wasn't David. It's the enemy. It's always the enemy. It's always, um, the devil coming at work. And so I'm praying for Gabe. He's a friend of mine. And, um, I know God is not finished with him. Um, so I'm going to pray and and thank you for, for respecting me. I also want to say this, um, tonight after I get done speaking, I normally would not do this, but because of the circumstance, I have to leave straight from here to mid cities soon as I get done speaking. So if I don't get to say hi to you, if I don't get to meet you personally, I am so sorry. That's not the type of guy I am. I would love to stay here and talk to you guys forever. Trust me, I will want to. And hopefully I get the chance to come back and talk to you guys. But because of the situation at hand, um, just bear with me, respect me a little bit. I have to, to go back to my home church and um, um, deal with some things there. So uh if I don't get to talk to you guys or, you know, get to meet you, it's not because I didn't want to. Um, trust me. So if you have a Bible today, um, put it to 2nd uh, or Revelation chapter 2. We mean Revelation chapter 2. And then put another finger on 2nd Samuel 23 verse 11. 2nd Samuel 23 verse 11. Alrighty. I can get there myself. All right, Revelation chapter 2, we're going to be verse 17. says this, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give that person a white stone with a new name written onto it, known only to the one who receives it. And now to second Samuel. Verse or chapter 23 verse 11. It says this. It says, "Next in rank was Shama, son of Agi, the Harite. When the Philistines band together at a place, there was a field full of lentils. Israel's troops fled from them, but Shama took his stand in the middle of the field, he defended it, struck down the Philistines. And the Lord brought a great victory. Let's pray. God, I thank you, Jesus, that you are so good, God, that you love us, Jesus, that you are coming in this place, God. God, that on this Wednesday night we can come together, Father, and meet you here, Jesus, because you are real, you are personal, and you love us enough to send your spirit down here so we can engage heaven on earth. And Lord, we just pray that we would take this moment to engage heaven on earth, that we would engage all that you have for us tonight, God, that people would leave here with a new name, God, that they would leave here with a new purpose, a new destiny, God, that they would be reminded, God, they are called by you. And in your name we pray, amen. amen. Well, to, to kind of paint the picture for you guys, Shama, this is the guy we're talking about tonight is very normal pretty average guy can you can you say i'm average i'm I'm, i'm i'm average i'm not nothing special there's nothing you know about me that screams you know amazing athlete or you know screams you know super talented musician or any of those things that maybe some of us have that we maybe look at people and say oh man i wish i could do that Oh, man, I wish I could do that or whatever. You know, there's nothing that screams that about me for sure. But what I love about the Bible is it talks about ordinary people who do unordinary things because of a God who uses ordinary people to do magnificent things. That's the whole Bible. It's ordinary people. It's people just like me and you. Say me and you. It's just like me and you. Just, you know, Jeremy, just like Jeremy, just like Amanda, just like Tony, just like all of us. God uses us, ordinary people. And Shama is pretty ordinary. For two, I would say even less than ordinary. You see, the name Shama, and I can't make this up. This is what it means. It means disappointment, fear, the one who runs away. Like, Is that not the worst name ever? Like, think about that. Think if your mom named you fear, disappointment, the one who runs away. Like, if your mom named you that, that'd be pretty heartless. That'd be pretty savage. Like, that'd be ridiculous if your mom named you that. And in the Bible, in in this time period, you were named based, based off your pregnancy, So based off those nine months that Shama was in the womb in the pregnancy itself is how you're based off. So I really don't know how bad those nine months were and I really don't know what happened to Shama's mother when she gave birth but it must have been horrible for him to be called disappointment. Like that must have been the worst nine months of her life. And it just reminds me that that God is in the business of giving us a new name. You see, what's so amazing is that what what Shama's parents would call him is drastically different than the the account that we have in 2 Samuel 23. It's drastically different, which, which means this, that whatever... Whatever Shama is being called by his parents or by the world is drastically different than what God calls Shama. How do we know this? Because Shama was next in rank. In other words, Shama was a highly ranked military man in David's army. The biggest army in the world at that time. And this is a big deal. This is a big deal. I mean, he is the top, you know, one of the ranks. He's he's a what does it say? David's mighty warriors. That's the little title above. You know, only the Bible has little titles on them. Maybe yours do. I don't know, but mine says David's mighty warriors. So, his his real name is pretty much loser, disappointment, shame. But in the text, we read that he's a mighty warrior. And the point of that today is that for some of you, what is the name that you have taken on? I'm not talking about the name you wrote down on your card. I'm not talking about the names that our parents give us at birth. I'm talking about what's your name? What do people call you? Do they call you a jerk? Do they call you a loser? Do they call you fat? Do they call you ugly? Do they call you you know weird or disappointing? What, are they, what do people call you? Do people pick on you? Do people tell you things that aren't true about yourself? I mean, th- we can all agree this world's pretty, pretty crazy and pretty mean. Amen. Amen. And for me, when I was a kid, um, I had this... I don't call it a nickname because nicknames are supposed to be nice, but it was like the rudest thing ever is all the girls at my elementary, which of course, I cared so much at the time you when know, I was a you know fourth grader about girls and but at that time, the girls would call me chicken legs, and it was the worst. Like, I hated it. And it's still to this reason this day I love wearing jeans and pants and stuff because I don't like wearing shorts because some girl in the fourth grade made me insecure because she called me chicken legs. And so now I'm 18 years old and I can't get over it and I still wear pants all the time. It's like the summer and it's like I'm still wearing pants because of some mean little girl and me, her calling me chicken legs. Now that's a funny example, but we can all agree that someone along the line somewhere has called you something that you didn't like. You know, maybe it was, you know, something simple as chicken legs, or maybe it was something way, way worse. And I think we can all agree in this place that you've been hurt by what the world has called you. I think we can all agree that at one point we were hurt, um, maybe by not what the world has called us, but maybe you've hurt someone because of what you've said to them. We're all in this boat of name calling. What is our name? What is our true name? And Shama is sitting here, and his name is disappointment, fear, the one who runs away. See, there's another piece of the story that you need to catch before you understand it all. Is His, his dad's name, because it says son of Agi, Means something very um, important as well. See, a gi means criminal, fugitive, the one who flees, coward. So, Shama, it's not just Shama. So, Shama has a horrible name too. And then his daddy has a bad name too. So, what does this mean? This means this is generational. Someone say generational. So that means that Shama has only known dysfunction. He has only known how to run away. He has only known pretty much really bad life. Does this make sense? So for some of you today, maybe you have only known dysfunction. Maybe you have only known hurt. Maybe you have only known pain. Maybe you have only known feel the blame. See, what I love about God is he's a, he's a generational God. He's going to break. Not He's not just going to give you a new name. He's going to break generational curses because, you see, Shama got a new name. You see, Shama was called something greater. He wasn't just this loser. He wasn't just this guy that, you know, Fulfilled what was supposed to be his destiny because, in that time period, whatever your name was, was what you were going to fulfill in life. He was supposed to be a loser, everybody, and even his generational roots tell him that he's gonna be a loser. And maybe for you, maybe you, you have this idea well, my parents got divorced, so I'm gonna get divorced. Or, or, my, or my parents drink all the time, so I, I gotta be an alcoholic. Or, or, or my cousins, they, they, they take drugs all the time, so I, I'm gonna do drugs. But can, can I tell you this that you can respect your family tree, but not be limited by it? You can respect your family and you can respect your cousins and you can respect all you know your brothers and sisters but you don't have to be limited by them and their choices in their life you see we serve a god that can tell us we have a new name we have a new purpose can you say this with me it says it starts with me it starts with me. See, maybe you can be the, the, the dad or, or the aunt or, or the mom or, or the brother or the sister that, that everyone looks back on and says, well, well, we didn't follow Jesus as a family, but, but, but it started with them. It started with John, it started with with Billy, it started with Sandy. All, they got crazy about Jesus and, and it started with them and now you know my family's saved now now my, my mom's saved now now my dad goes to church because it started with them. Jesus wants to change generational curses. See Jesus when he comes in, he changes everything He gives you A new name. I was thinking about this and about, you know, some of the names that we pick up in life and some of the names that we decide we're going to be called. And um, I got really excited that that Jesus gives us a new name. See, the reason I, I read Revelation 2 to you guys is because it talks about how you will receive a white stone with a new name on it that only you will receive. And why is that important? Because, you know, we all know haters, right? You know, like there's haters up in the world. There is somebody always hating, right? But what what I believe is that there really isn't haters. I don't really believe in haters. I believe in this. I believe there's just some people who don't know my calling. They just don't know I'm called. They just don't know my name. They, they just don't understand who, who Jesus is in me. They're not hating. They're just a little ignorant. They just really don't know who I am in Christ. And that's okay. It's not their fault because I was supposed to receive it. Because here's the deal. If, if God made it to where you, your parents could receive it, well, then you'd be living on your parents' faith. And, and if he got it to where, where your youth pastor could receive it, or well, then you'd be, you know, living on Pastor Tony's faith. But, but God says, no, no, no. He says, you say, I. I. I receive that. Why is that? Because God is a personal God who wants you to receive his name that he is giving you personally. Because whenever you receive something, it, it means more than, than whether you see someone else receive it. Like, if you're at a birthday party and you see other people get gifts, like, that's nice, like, good for them, good for. But when it's your birthday party and you get the gifts, it's like way better. And so, today, I wanna, I wanna just take this moment and, and just talk about that there. We get called so many things in this life. Maybe you've been called weird. Maybe you've been called stupid. Maybe you've been called a disappointment. Maybe you've been called gay. Maybe you've been called stupid. You know, whatever, whatever people call you. Can I give you this this little bit of truth is that you are a warrior of God, that you are a princess to the kingdom, that you are called by God. That is a truth that no one can change. And and today I feel like some of you need a new name. Man, you've been called these things for far too long. You've been called, you know, a loser or or this or that or whatever. Fill in your blank because we've all been there. You've been called that for far too long. And today is your day to say, I'm going to receive the name that God has for me. I'm going to I'm going to go all in and say I'm not who I used to be. I'm not defined by my past. I'm not defined by what I used to do. I'm not defined about the things I said yesterday, but I'm defined by what he did for me on the cross. Does that make sense to you tonight? That we're not defined by what we did or, or what we said. Or You see, that's what's so good about Christianity. It's not about your works. It's not about how good you can be or how bad you were. There's nothing we can do to get to God. There's nothing we can do to get away from God. It is by grace we are saved. And that's what's so good about the gospel. It's that there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. There's no good message I can preach. There's, there's no amount of people I can disciple. There's, no, there's nothing that I can do to impress God. The only thing that impresses God is a broken heart that says, God, I need a new name. That impresses God. And so what's so good about tonight is it's not about how good you are. It's not about where you've been or what you've done. It's not even about your past. And here's the deal. It's about your future that God has for you with your new name. And some of you need a new name today. You need a new calling. You need a new purpose. You need to realize that you were called to so much more. Maybe you were called to a field of beans. You see, Shama stands up for a field of beans frijoles like the stuff you go get at roses like beans he stood up for say this with me beans beans Beans, people beans he stood up he stood his ground for beans here's the thing sometimes when we get our new name and we get our new calling and we go all in for the lord people will leave us you see maybe you had some friends and they love the party scene man they love to party man they love to get wasted or whatever they wanted to go do maybe you had your friends but then you got jesus and then you realize you can't go back to those places because you got to stand your ground and all of a sudden they're like all right bro peace out or maybe you got some family who doesn't believe in Jesus that that they see this change in you and they're like, dude, that, why are they so weird? Why are they all about this Jesus stuff? And they're like, all right, peace out. You see, Shama finds himself in this same situation because it says this in verse 12, but Shama took his stand in the middle of the field. Well, let me backtrack. It said, When the Philistines banded together at a place with, where there was a field full of lentils, beans, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his ground. That's crazy. So, in other words, Shammah had a field. His field was beans. Say, I have a field. You have a field today. And I don't know what it is, it may be beans. It may be your school. It may be your family. It may be, you know, the person next to you that you know you need to talk to Jesus about at school. I don't know what your field is, but for Shama, his field was beans. And see, Shama knew he, he made this decision for Christ. He made this decision that he was going to stand his ground. And let me tell you, sometimes when we get a new name, we have to stand our ground because people may leave us people may run away from us the God's army may seem to flee but if you would just stand your ground at your school if you would just stand your ground at your house if you would just stand your ground in all the places that God has you on the football field on the tennis courts on the basketball courts or on the soccer field wherever you need to stand your ground at it says here's what the word says it says the Lord brought a great victory. Whenever we stand our ground, God comes in and does a miracle. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's super simple. See, Shama probably had these thoughts of, oh my gosh, I'm about to be killed by this army. And it's all for a stupid field of beans? For beans? I'm sure I would have thought about that. But but Shama stood his ground when everyone else was calling him different things, when the world was calling him a loser, when he was supposed to be the one who runs away. That's his name, people. That's his destiny is to be the one who runs away. That's all he was supposed to be ever. But instead, he stands his ground for lentils, for beans, and all of a sudden, God brought a great victory. Some of you today need to stand your ground and some of you today need to receive your new name because god wants to bring a great victory in your life he's so good guys and i don't know half of you in here but i know this you are called by him you're called by him This youth group is called by him. And today, I want to give you a choice. I want to give you a decision that if today, maybe you've never made a decision for Christ. Maybe you've never made a decision for Jesus. Maybe you've never made a decision to to receive your new name. If that's you, with every head bowed and with every eye closed, go ahead and just bow your heads and with every head bowed. If that's you today you you know you want to to make the decision today for christ and you want to give all your life and you want to stand your ground you just raise your hand for me just simple commitment it's a simple act of worship to say god i'm all in and if you've already made that decision don't feel pressured and maybe you're a christian in here and And you know you have your new name, but you're having a really hard time standing your ground. Maybe you're having a really, really hard time saying yes to Jesus when things get hard and everyone leaves you. And if that's you today, will you just also raise your hand today and say, Lord, I just need some help standing my ground. I want to pray for you guys. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that you are so good that you love us, God, that you give us a new name. And it's only us who receives it, God. And so I thank you for those who rose their hands tonight, God, and said, I am going all in. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. I'm going to stand my ground, even if it's beans, God, even if it's just little stuff, God, I'm going to stand my ground for the great victory that God's going to give me. I'm going to do it. And, Lord, for those who are having a hard time standing their ground in the schools and in their houses or wherever, God. We just pray for them, God. We pray that you'd give them strength. Lord, we just pray that you would remind them that they are chosen by you, that they have a purpose, and they are called by your love. Lord, we thank you for for everything you're doing. You are so good. We give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In your name we pray, amen.